Hello, and welcome to the Swift Talk. I'm Kate the Swifty. I'm not so swift, Sam. And we are here recording on a big, big Taylor Day. Big, beautiful May Day. May Day. Well, we missed May Day. We did, but it's a beautiful May Day. It is a beautiful. And we have so much Taylor stuff to talk about. Mm, can you can you feel it, listener? Can you feel this magic in the air? Yes, the, the, the energy, the crackle, the pop of a brain cell in my brain as we're about to talk Taylor. Let's do it. What are we talking about? Well, we're supposed to do, we are never, ever getting back together today, mm-hmm. but we got a surprise release. Kate informed me we had a surprise release of a song I have not heard before. I'm very certain. This you, love. I would be shocked if unless you heard this. Maroon, this is a cover of Maroon no, 5. No, it's not. This is not no. a cover Mm-mm. Maroon 5 covered it. Nope. Okay. Then Nothing to do. This is, um, that was mine. So that was Maroon f- Maroon, Maroon 5, eight. Maroon 5 is in the yeah, Speak Now era. We're in 1989. Okay. Like album, so I. So we're taking it back to 1989. She, yep. She released a single. So she she dropped a song from this as a re-release. As a single. As There's a single. so much, so much happening. Like It's just so much easier to listen to the song, get into it, and then we can unpack all of the things that are happening potentially tomorrow. Okay. It's very exciting. Potentially tomorrow. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're just going to dive into this we're, song. We're diving in. All right. Let's do it. We're going to jump into this love. If this Taylor's takes a toll version. on me, <laughs> I don't know. You know, for that, you're going to listen to both. I know I've said goodbye many times before. And we're going to hit pause. You hit pause and listen to this love, Taylor's version from 1989. We'll be right back. So, Sam, you heard a little bit of the original, This Love, and the entirety of the re-release. That I did. In just the small amount of time I listened to the original version, Uh and the three times more time I listened to the Taylor's re-release version, Uh I can assure everyone, don't worry, folks, if you haven't heard the original version, stick with the Taylor's version. Yeah. Having said that... It seems like it is a, it's almost like a Pete Gabriel, Gary Newman, Brit Simph, hmm, I was going to say knockoff, and here's here's the thing, this is what's catching me, is now that I've heard the original version after the uh-huh. re-release, I can clearly say that this this version is a better version. Yes. But I I think yeah, let's talk about the song and then talk this Taylor because that that will help me cuz I don't want to I it feels like an 80s um synth like it's not an Antonoff. No. This is not an Antonoff song. No, it it's I, it's kind of why I Sometime. It reminds me of something, and I cannot put my finger on it. A Duran Duran song. It's got some of that. It's Almost got like some the, of that. Uh, what was that song? Ordinary World, maybe? It's got this ambience to it that's really uh, so, synthy, but it's not so Gary Newman. It's Okay, so yeah, let's, let's go off of this for a second. It has arena-quality vocals yeah. of that loud and echoey, and it's, it's casting it. But the instrumentals are more subdued even though in this version it's higher energy and higher up there than it was in the original version Mm -hmm. it it has um 
Depeche is probably the wrong band I'm going for. Yeah, I don't feel Depeche on this one. No, but it it, it does have that the synthy. It has that anti-establishment, anti-rock, synth, gothic feel that we're getting from Britain in the '80s. Yeah, it feels to me a little bit like um, when Madonna was doing "This Used to Be My Playground." Hmm. Like I feel like. It could be like the backing track to a Madonna song. I was actually just phase. thinking of Madonna before you said that. I was thinking of Crazy for You. Yeah. Okay. okay. That has that slow feeling, almost like the slow dance kind of feeling mm-hmm. with that ambience and, in the background. And the vo- like the vocals and the like it all felt a little Madonna in that. Yes, it did. I'm feeling old school Madonna. Yeah. Which yeah. makes sense because this album is a throwback kind of to like the best of 80s pop. Since we're getting into another musician like we always do on every <laughs> single podcast. We're, not me, excuse me, which you guys do. Uh, did anyone see the new NFT that Madonna's putting out that came out today that she talked about? I have not. I have been in a Taylor hole. Oh. I don't believe nor recognize NFTs. What is this Madonna NFT that she's creating? Well, you know, a lot of musicians and artists are getting into this NFT, non-fungible token, you know. Is that what we're calling Bitcoins? Digital Bitcoins? digital currency type things. Yeah. Well, she's come up with some kind of video <laughs> where she has butterflies flying out of her vajayjay. That, that is on brand. Um, and uh, that, I'm looking at it. And that just I... was announced today. Uh, and so uh, that's why Madonna was in my head when I was thinking about uh, Good Lord. this song. Uh, you know, Madonna is nothing if not a disruptor. And digital currency is supposed to be disrupting the economy. So it, it tracks. Sam is now lost into a rabbit hole. It, it's like... It's like where the red fern grows, but it's a fever nightmare. <laughs> All I have to say about oh. that NFT. Okay, well. Non-forgettable uh, token. Let's talk about this song. How many O's <laughs> did she need for this song? All of them. She used a lot of O's. All of them. Speaking Vanna, of how O's. many O's do we have on the board? Speaking of O's, should we get into it? We yeah, should, get should we into get, it. Into get into it? it. Yeah. Let's get into Let's it. Let's get into it. So many O's. You know, this was the first song she wrote for the 1989 album. I did not know that. I know. Full of fun facts so over here. What do you th- what, do you think that the song inspired the album? Do you think that she came in and she's like, I have the theme for the album. This uh, is the first song. She woke up and these uh, the chorus was in her head. So she wrote it as a poem. The chorus is, uh, this love is coming undone. What? Silent screams, wildest dreams. Wildest dreams. Dreamed of this. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that line real quick. In silent screams, in wildest dreams. And then she ends the rhyme scheme with dreamed of this. We all know you don't like her songwriting. It's not that. Shake It Off is a fantastic song. No, it's not. And the rhymes beat, the rhymes snap. This just doesn't pop. Oh, it just. No. Are you kidding me? So here, here, okay, here, let me. I'm listening. I hate that line. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate how to shake it off. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Everyone's told me wrong every now and then. However, it's followed up later with tossing, turning, circling through the night with someone new. That's a line that's like that catches. Yeah. (laughs) However, 
Tossing, turning, struggling through the night. Uh, yeah, with someone. Wait a minute. Gnome. So you're upset with in silent screams and wildest dreams. I never dreamed of this, but you're not because you, you're taking things out of context. No, I'm no, no, no. I'm Skies sick. grew darker. Currents swept you out again, and you were just gone and gone and gone and gone. In silent screams and wildest dreams, I never dreamed of this. Yeah. That. <sighs> in silent screams. Right. That internal. Have you had that moment, like where you're just like, "What is happening?" But you can't have that emotion because it's not appropriate to scream in public, usually. I understand that concept. Uh I have had those moments. And your wildest dreams when you let yourself go down that deep, dark rabbit hole of how things are going to end. I understand that. You could not have dreamed that this would happen. That's the thing. Use a different verb. Use a different verb that will have more power to this moment. I think that has a lot of power. My wildest dreams, I never dreamed of that, is a pretty common phrase. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, maybe, uh, maybe that ghostwriter, uh, maybe uh, Saint Vincent. I don't like that line. And then the next line in the next verse, I dug that. Starts it off, tossing, turning, struggle through the night with someone new. That it's like, okay, I got like that. It's more than well, you just skip n- the chorus. Of course, I skip the chorus. I'm going. I'm comparing lines in a song that I'm saying. I don't like this line. But this line tells works. A story. I'm, that that first line that you don't like sets up for why she's tossing, turning, struggling through the night. No, she's, you gotta have context. She's struggling through the night because it's she's with somebody new, and it's not the safe haven that she thought it was gonna be with the shipwreck that was the last oh, read love. Read down, read down. Let me read the moment. Let me feel what I'm feeling. I read like Braille. If my finger's <laughs> right, not on it, I don't see the image. That that line is talking about. The first line being left, because if you go down, yeah, just, just go down. Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. The f- being left? What do you mean being left? The skies grew darker, current swept you out again, and you are just gone and gone and gone? Yeah, she left him. She let him go. No. This love is good, this love is bad, this love is alive, back from the dead. Oh, These hands are tied, and this love came back to me. He came left. Came back to me. He left. No, he was gone. He left. Oh, she's struggling with the consequences of relationship that she's, when you are young, you run until you come back to the comfort of what you know. She's talking about him. She was young and she ran from him. He was young. He ran from she her. She ran from him <laughs> and you can't tell me otherwise, okay? I did. I just Because you cherry picked the lyrics. You're just cherry picking right now. I'm reading more into this than you think. I am reading the lyrics. <laughs> I've, I'm looking at the invisible cliff notes. I'm reading between the binders. She left him. He left her. All right. Then how, how do you know? How do we know that? Hey, Kate. Hey, is Sam. There, is there a real life analogy to this part right here? Is there someone? Is there someone that left her that came back to her in real life? She hasn't said anything about this song. Interesting. In the history of Taylor Swift, do we know of a relationship that ended and then was revisited? We sure do. Who are we talking about here? Harry Styles. Say what? Did you know that? No, (laughs) go deep on this. Give me a little lesson. Give me a little life lesson. Kate's going to give Sam a life lesson right now. You are combative. You be watermelon. I'll be sugar. Hi. Tell me about this Harry Styles situation. How come I have to be watermelon? You have the seeds of knowledge. 
Nice save. And I'm going to destroy your teeth. I don't know. Let's let's go into this. I'll give it to you. So now, mo- the prevalent theory, because as we know, Taylor doesn't come out and say, yes, that's what I wrote it about. You're <laughs> Okay. Okay, Johnny Demps. Okay, legal team. Uh, okay, or Amber Heard. Okay, Amber Heard's legal all team. All lawyers from now time into infinity. Uh, so they were together. We know from what we know in the tabloids. They were together. They broke up. They got back together. This album has a lot of indirect references that could be attributed to Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. The song was written about the time that everything was starting, the time where like they kind of like hung out a little bit and then they stopped. It all kind of makes sense where you start, it goes away, it comes back, and you're learning to take love, whether it's good or you've got good times, you've got bad times, but there's still love there. Mm-hmm. And you're learning to process that. Right. Yeah. This, this song rep- is representative of that album, and it is, again, another step in the maturity. Right. The miseducation of Taylor Swift. Well, she's not Lauren Hill. I don't think she's going to jail for tax evasion. That's fairly true. That's very true. Um <laughs> scratch the joke I was going to say from the record um, this okay so that's that's her and Harry we think we don't know right it's we, speculation we, we it's, it's, it's so just as a sidebar it's funny to me I'm not this isn't me uh, knocking on the TikTok theories or the uh, the social collaborations of insight and um, what ifs uh-huh but the way you phrased it, this is all we know about their relationship is what we got from the tabloids. Well, yeah. I mean, they feel like we, to be fair, let's be very honest. Unless you are in a relationship, you are one of the two people in the relationship. You have no idea. Right. And Okay. That's what incentive too, because even if you are one of the people in the relationship, sometimes you don't really understand what the story is because the other person has a different idea of what the story is. Sam, Sam, do you want to get into this? Do, do you want to? Like, we can have a little out. life coach session here. Hear me out. <laughs> Who hurt you? No. What I'm saying is, if you don't really fully comprehend the side of the story, and you could say, clearly, this is a person that left. What if this song is telling you that, no, 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 this is a person that she ran away from? Maybe this is the genius and in the she songwriting. Was swept up in the ocean and she reached out. And all of a sudden, that hand was back, and it pulled her up onto the ship. Whether it's a good ship or a bad ship, it is a relationship, and it helped. It helped carry her across the sea of anguish. Maybe. Uh, Doubtful, but maybe. (laughs) I'm just saying, when you're young, you just run, but you come back to what you need. Right. That's why I'm saying she ran from this. You... why can't you believe that I think this? I do believe that you think this. <laughs> I believe what you think. Because I'm usually right. I believe that you are thinking something <laughs> most of the most of the time when it comes to Taylor. That is, in my mind, unfathomable. <laughs> Maybe that's where we should get into what's supposed to happen tomorrow, Kate. Well. Yeah, what is tomorrow's date? Friday the 13th. <laughs> yeah, baby. And last week we talked about five... One, three, two, two equals 13. 
It's like and a it's Fibonacci a sequence we got to go through. And it's a Friday. I know I should ask Dan Brown when they had his uh, the banquet over his house the other week. I'd be like, hey, what uh, what do you got in this? You got decryption on this? 513.2? You need to become friends with Dan Brown because follow me out on this trail. Dan Brown did Da Vinci Code mm-hmm. with Tom Hanks. Very true. Tom Hanks' wife is Rita Wilson, who there's a couple atmosphere alleyways we can go here could have been the actress in the party bathroom that taylor references in the 10 minute all too well could have been her prevalent theory is it's her but more directly was in girls with lena dunham who taylor's good friends dan brown gets us to taylor and then we get to adam driver who gets us to chewbacca who gets us to disney doesn't Adam Driver just get us to Disney? Just Chewbacca. I think Chewbacca is the gateway to this. I think Chewbacca at this point is a better standing uh, relationship with Star Wars than Adam Driver. Sure, I've never seen it. You are seven degrees separated from Taylor Swift somehow. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say reality. At least. I thought it was inferring to me on that tangent. That's uh-huh. I was saying reality. Uh, yeah, I... We're getting there. Connections. Slowly but surely. I just want to get to Mama Swift. <laughs> so, so get to her. We're working on it. Working on it. We can have her call right in. All right. So before we lose grips on sinking ships. Okay. So. What is supposed to happen tomorrow? We don't know. <laughs> There's so many ways this can happen. So let's start with least likely to most likely. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. I think you're going to be proud of me. So, most like or least likely, people think that she's going to drop 1989 tomorrow. I do not believe that's going to happen. Oh, man. Why don't you believe it's going to happen? Because she is in a copyright infringement lawsuit with Shake It Off. Mm-hmm. She's not going to release it without Shake It Off. And that court case doesn't go until October. Mm-hmm. And it, one of the lawyers that I follow on TikTok said that it shows blatant disregard of the lawsuit. It's just blatant disregard of the lawsuit if you willingly publish something that you're being sued for. Right. And so that would hurt her case. Right. So she's not going to want to do that. So I do not think we're getting 1989. Okay. Well, it's least likely. They also think that she could be releasing the secret <laughs> album Karma that we've been talking about. You have brought this up before. Mm-hmm. Which now there's a whole new like spin on that. And it's not called Karma, it's called Dreamland. I think that's less likely. You think Dreamland is less likely than Karma? No, I think Karma is more likely than Dreamland. Okay. So I think 1989 re-record, least likely. Dreamland coming out, after that, least likely. Speak Now re-record, I don't think we're getting. Not tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Why don't we ask an expert their opinion? Hey, Siri. Do you think Taylor Swift is going to release an album tomorrow? Lover is by Taylor Swift. Thank you, Siri. Thank you. Very. The Uh, expert has spoken. Are we getting a re-release of Lover? No, she already owns that. (laughs) So we don't have an answer. Even Siri doesn't know. No, I know. Our minds are blown. Is it a re-re-release? Because she also, so this song came out out of nowhere. She announced, or Amazon and Taylor announced that this love was, 
in the trailer for the Amazon show, The Summer I Turned Pretty. We've seen this before, the trailer for Where the Crawdads Sings. We never got that full song when the trailer came out. When um, Spirit Untamed came out, they used Wildest Dreams. Didn't get a single for that when that came out. So we're all like, oh, cool, like a little snippet of this song. That's fun. And then she goes, oh, by the way, at midnight, I'm dropping this. Hey, so let me ask you a question. So she dropped something recently, a new yes, song. Thursday. And Friday. you had this premonition based on some Drake photograph from... 1989. Yeah. An Easter egg. Did that Easter egg come true? Was that part of that whole song that she released? Well, we did get from the 1989 era, Drake posted something, and then we got this song, which leads me to the most prevalent... Well, there's two theories. First is that we she announces that she's bought all of her masters back from Shamrock Holding, mm -hmm. which is likely. Second is that karma does come out because she has been using a lot of look what you made me do lyrics as has Blake Lively, as has Taylor Nation TikTok to hype everybody up. And you know what the line is that everybody's caught on? As you, you would get this getting fixated on a lyric. Line. Hold on, actually, let me pull it right up. Because I was gonna say, "Ooh, look what you made me do." I was like, "No, that's too obvious. It's one of the nose." All I think about is karma, and karma should have come out instead of 1989. So maybe we get karma. But do you know what I think the most likeliest thing is? What is the most likeliest thing, Kate? Nothing. Oh, my brain is exploding. Kate, 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 yep. look, you don't think that anything's going to happen tomorrow? Maybe my Taylor March that I just bought will ship. Oh, my sweet, sweet, my princess. Well, my... to be fair, I think this because if I'm right, I will not be disappointed. And if I'm wrong, I'm going to be so thrilled. I'm not going to care. Mm. Mm, mm, this, the beam of joy. However, however. Having said that. Having said that, back to the re-record and why I think she bought her masters. Mm -hmm. She released the old Taylor merch, which is a line, the old Taylor is dead from Look What You Made Me Do, mm -hmm. Reputation, which she cannot re-record for, I think, till this winter. And it's all Speak Now in 1989 merch, mm -hmm. which is, you know, going back to the Taylor Swift, Shania Twain thing where Taylor says, who says country girls can't go pop? And they show Shania Twain, who did the double album, country version, pop version. Speak Now's country, 1989 is pop, two Taylors. But it's not Taylor's version. It's old Taylor version, new merch, nothing we've ever seen before. Which is awesome. It's great. Uh, that makes me feel like if this karma thing comes out, if it were to follow up on this college core aesthetic. Cottage that, core? The Taylor Swift cottage core. I thought you said college core. I was like, oh, okay. That's a. Th oh, I don't think it's going to follow into the cottage core aesthetic. Well, well, now I'm thinking about college core. I think it's going to be ro rocky and like. Darker, edgy. Like, yeah. Like fun rock. Yeah, which I think would be amazing. Like, I think. Jack Antonoff's fun, that kind of album. I think having such a degree of departure, safe departure, but still a degree of departure, would be exciting. 
and it's making me interested in this. And it's the first time I'm saying I'd be interested in this album by Taylor. Because this is Bleachella era. I Bleachella. think that <laughs> Taylor, who's been riding high for a long time, who's been listening to a lot of smart people, who's been listening to her gut, she's been fighting the systems left and right, I think she would push out 1989 without it going into this, uh, into the court with the being sued finalized. I don't think so. I really don't. I understand how reckless that is. Because if she loses that lawsuit and doing that would be a huge setback for her, Mm -hmm. she has to pay that person. Oh, yeah. Every cent. Every time you make us listen to 1989. Yeah. And you're saying that. She is, I'm just saying, she is Icarus and the sun is getting closer and closer. And maybe those wings weren't really made of wax. I think she's going to do, as Jason calls it, the John Mayer, where she's going to release, I think we'll get style next. And then I think we'll get blank space. And I think she'll just release like single after single until she gets to the end and the trial's over and she wins. And then she'll shake it off. So this song, this love, this is from Mm -hmm. the summer I turned pretty. It's being used in the summer I turned yeah. pretty. So, so that makes total sense then because it's Amazon publishing this uh, streaming TV show. Right. This is going to be used in it, whether it's like, let's say it's every episode's a theme song or it's something else. Right. It's going to be used in it. They're making the album for it. She has the rights to it now. So right. that's why they can go to her directly and make this happen. Well, but she did this with Spirit Untamed, that Disney movie about horses. But this is at a time when when she was doing that, when that movie came out. She was with Big Red. Okay, this isn't the cartoon one I'm thinking of then. So, you remember a couple of weeks ago when we did Wildest Dreams? Yes. And we're talking Taylor's about Taylor's version? Yeah. And we talked about how she released it kind of and teased it in a Disney movie. Okay. 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 So, Thank this you. was Spirit came out during the re record process. I'm not a horse person. I really, I live with someone who owns horses. Horses just don't interest me. So when someone's like, oh, there's a movie about horses, I immediately tune out. Sure. Last night, uh, I was playing a tabletop game with friends, and they were talking about, like, in, in character, essentially, someone said, oh, yes, the ancient Egyptians used to train horses to hunt rats. And I stopped what I was doing. I was like, wait, did I, what happened? What are you talking about? And he's like, no, no, this person's confusing horses for cats. There's, I was like, oh, oh, oh. And I was just like, that's how much I don't care about horses that I was kind of half listening to my friends tell this joke, and I immediately was like, wait, something interesting about horses? They were trained to hunt rats? No, he's, he's mistaking horses for cats. Oh, okay. I'm mistaking a movie about a horse with a Taylor Swift song for an actual movie about cats that does have Taylor Swift in it and her songs. Why aren't we talking about the Taylor Swift cats re-release? Is that going to happen? No, she owns that. Interesting, interesting. Good move, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Good move. Anyway. I don't know where to go on from that. Like, you just took it in a sphere okay, that makes so we no had, sense. So, we're talking about Amazon, this production. <laughs> yes. I was confused because I was thinking about the an old Disney movie sure. featuring horses. This is a newer one that she owns the rights to. And we're saying it was just a snippet, but there was no... So, they're just using it to promote the They're movie using it in the trailer it's like when she did the where the crawdads sing song yeah, and they but, just used part of it but it wasn't a song that was in the soundtrack we no not wildest dreams i don't think was okay. i don't know if they put out a soundtrack for that i don't right. know if movies do that as much anymore 
I mean, yeah. It, I don't think it's as common as it used to be. I, I think it depends on if you are a production company that has the rights to a music production. Sure. Uh, I think it's harder and harder when you're small independent or things like that. You don't really have a soundtrack to it. You have your your the man making uh, music choices for the show, but yeah. nothing else. I don't. I mean, it's Disney, so they have it, but right. I don't think they did. I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't think anything's going to happen tomorrow. Oh, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. I think we will. Uh, talking about the speculation of karma over dreamland, very excited about karma Yeah, in my mind. So the theory is, and I think she's already played this out, I think it's kind of, but the dreamland would be kind of following her Alice in Wonderland that she's been doing since Red. We've seen a lot of like Alice in Wonderland imagery in the Red Tour, and then we move into 1989 where you, got lost in Wonderland and all of that. So they think that might be like a clue that we missed. And she keeps kind of going back to Alice in Wonderland, but she did the trip, the Betty James, Inez Augustine thing in folklore. So I don't think we'll see that, mm-hmm. but who knows again, you never know with Taylor. Just That's like true. you never know where this conversation will go. Very true. And I think we've hit it. All right. What did we hit? A wall? <laughs> a wall of love. I think that this song, if it's about her realizing I shouldn't have run away from that person, but now I'm a bit older, maybe this ship is going to be a good ship and a bad ship, but this lollipop is going to be better than being a sucker. I think then it's a good song. I think that this version is definitely superior to the original version. I think we can both agree on that. Yeah, and she's no longer working with Nathan Chapman, who she'd worked with for years. Which is an interesting anecdote in the re-recording era. When you re-record these podcasts. <laughs> Don't tempt me. <laughs> yeah, no, I I, I I, I, dug it. I dug the song. I think uh, there's some things that I'm just not going to get over, but it's not a hill that I'm going to die on. We're making progress. 39 episode 39. It's about that time. We until we get episodes. to the 50s and I'm like really digging in. Like, no, I'm never going to change. I'm 50s now, 50s episodes in. And that's when we change. That's when we change. And we're like, oh, you know what? This is good. It's good for me. Yeah. Hey, you know what I read recently? There's going to be a Taylor Swift dance party. There is going to be a Taylor D- Swift dance party. There's going to be a Taylor Swift dance party? I heard it's going to be in Portsmouth, New Hampshire next month. At the Portsmouth feed. Interesting, interesting. I heard it's on a Monday? June 6th, 8 o'clock. I heard that uh, the, the Swift Talk podcast was going to be there. Uh, we are hosting it. Presenting it, one might say. Mm-hmm. Curating. Oh, producing it. You're producing it. <laughs> we are working. I am working on the playlist. Behind the scenes. Every time you get sassy on this podcast, shake it off, good sir. Uh... No. <laughs> and also, I have some good ideas for songs. I have some good ideas for songs. Taylor Swift songs? Sure. No, they can, we're only playing Taylor. Mm-hmm. So, no. Mm-hmm. I've already talked to Lady Carmen. You are mm-hmm. not disrupting. Disrupting. Just there's Besides no. hanging up balloons, I think there's things I can do to help make this party fantastic. Right. You're there to help with the balloon drop. Besides balloons, as a whole, I think there's more that I can provide. My services are not just uh, janitorial. No, I didn't say clean them up. Yeah, you're going to clean them up. <laughs> no. 
There's glitter on the floor after the party. Champagne problems in my brain. All right. So they've got scotch. You'll be fine. Since we moved to this love, next week we are never ever getting back together. We are never ever gonna get sued for singing that entire song, but we're gonna listen to it off the air. We are. We're gonna talk about it. Uh, Spoiler alert, guys. This song, the song can hit. The song can slap. But is this song? Not supposed to tell them that yet. Is it a bop? Is it a flop? It's a nop. The instrumentals are banging. Why are you getting? We can't get into this now. That's next week. All right, I'm. Just Why s- are they going to tune in next week and listen if you're telling them what you think already? I am silently screaming, not so swift sound. I am silently screaming. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on that note, we'll be back next week. If you haven't already, follow us on the socials. You'll get to learn fun facts about dance parties and all of the things that we are up to. We always love when you talk to us, so please share your thoughts, feelings, opinions on any of our socials. Um, If you haven't already, make sure you have liked, rated, subscribed to our podcast wherever you shall listen to podcasts. Yeah, leave a review. Tell us about what you think about the song that we haven't released yet before we release it. Or you could just say how much you love our podcast. That too, that too. Give us a wave on socials. We'll try and wave back. And tune in next week as we get back to our regularly scheduled programming, unless something happens tomorrow. And if we are divorced, let it be known that we are never, ever, ever going to stop doing this podcast. (laughs) We'll be back next week. (laughs) 